And some of you, how many of you know what it means to fast? How many of you ever fasted before? Ever prayed before? Well, I mean so we can really get something done. You used to sit in my presence saying, Lord, I love you. Lord, I care. I really want your will. You used to bow down before me saying, Jesus, I want you to be everything, everything in my life to me. You used to sit in my presence, just stretching your arms toward the heavens to me. But now you don't love me, you don't love me like you used to. You used to sit in my presence, saying, Lord, I love you. Lord, I care, I really want your will. You used to bow down before me two and three times a day, praying and praying that I make a way. You used to sit in my presence, saying, Lord, I'll give you everything I have. But now you don't love me, you don't want me in your life anymore. Don't let Satan stop you, he's trying to buffet you on every side. Let me love you, let's get our love started once again. Don't let Satan stop you, he's trying to buffet you on every side. Don't let Satan stop you, he's trying to ride, trying to ride, trying to ride. Don't let the devil tell you, don't let him tell you I don't love you. I still want you as my servant and my friend. Come please let me love you. I love starting once again. I love you do, little children. I love you do, little children. I love you do, little children. part about the devil because that's what they, the devil's trying to do don't let Satan stop you he's trying to buffet you on every side don't let Satan stop you he's trying to ride trying to ride trying to ride don't let the devil tell you that I don't love you I still want you as my servant and my friend That's all I love. Start it again. Wanna tell you something? I love you, do a little children. I love you, do a little children. I love you, do little children. Love you, do little children. You know I love you, love you, love you. You know. Love you, children. Love you, children. 
God was speaking to us. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you, dear children. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you, dear children. I love you with all my heart. Nothing shall be impossible if you're given him an opportunity to come into your life to make that difference. Uh, what it used to be like to us, how, where we came from, uh, the beginnings, how it was, the trials, some of the struggles, what the people had to say. A lot of things went on. But you know, uh, we were very determined, no matter what went on, we were very determined to be steadfast with Jesus. And one song we used to sing a whole lot at the beginning. I'm determined to go
And though Satan tries to block my way, yes, I trust in God. Come what may, yes, for my heart is fixed. Heart is fixed. My as you heard Florine talking about earlier where we prayed and we sought the Lord's face. I knew nothing when I came and I, I didn't claim to know anything so all I did was sit back and waited and watched and when I would hear the Lord speaking and I hear the Lord saying to us the things that he was going to do, it excited me but I never would say anything because I thought that when he would start doing it, I wouldn't be one of the ones he would start doing it through. So I would just sit back. I never professed myself to be anything that I wasn't. I was really kind of shy and afraid because I was saying, God is saying all these things and we're going to move from this space and he's going to send us to another place. He's going to do a new thing in us. I was really surprised when I was included in the number. And I remember the times as the Lord was singing songs to us. Even when we would do our own songs and we would hear songs like, I'm determined to go through and other songs that other artists were doing. I remember the praying and I remember the all night staying up. I remember having to go to school the next morning and being in seven o'clock class. But it never affected me, it never did me any harm because I had a determination. I wanted to know more about the Lord. I remember the times that when my parent, my father didn't quite understand because we were all girls and we wanted to go down to Sarasota and stay up all night. I remember when he used to go to work at 12 o'clock at night and we used to sleep in our clothes and wait till he went to work so our mothers can tell us we could get up and we can go to Sarasota. And then we'd make sure we'd be back 7 o'clock that morning before he got back home to take our clothes off and get back in the bed so he would be thinking that we were sleeping. It wasn't deceiving because, you know, we were at home when he left. And then our mother told us we could go, but she understood. She knew what we were yearning for. She knew what we were longing for. I remember the times that people told us, honey, y'all going too fast. Y'all better slow down. I remember that. But I remember seeing them not having anything either. And it gave me an even stronger determination to get to know the Lord. Eight years ago in Palmetto, Florida, I, wanted, I would think uh, on the night that I got saved, I was wondering, how can I keep this what I have? I wanted to hold on because of all things for me to be wanting to keep the Holy Ghost, I didn't even have a desire to have the Holy Ghost. And I knew if God saved me, I was going to keep this what I had. And I remember crying on the night when I received the Holy Ghost. And I was asking God, how am I going to keep this? I didn't know anything about the teachings that was going on in Sarasota. And Carolyn Riley invited me down to the teachings. And through the teachings, I was able to hold on to what I have. I remember when we first started out, 
I too was like Bessie. I didn't know how I was going to hold on to the precious salvation that God had given me. But through the teachings now, I was able to do it. And I remember Brother Porter used to always tell us and explain to us about witnessing to other people that they may be drawn. And I can remember the amazement of how just simple telling somebody simply of what happened to me, how God changed my life. I have hope. I have the victory now in Jesus Christ. And other souls started to come in. And that thing just blew my mind because it seemed so simple to me. But I know this is the same kind of way it happened with my life. Someone told me and that's how the whole process started. But I never knew the riches. I never knew the power that we had until you know I started getting the teachings. Until Brother Porter would explain to us what God came to do in our lives. But the thing I think that most amazed me was, and I know this is not the first healing that happened in this ministry, but it's the first one that I can recall. We were at Booker, this is a high school auditorium, and this lady from Talavas, I don't remember her name, I haven't seen her almost since the beginning of the ministry. And she came in, you know these collars that you have on when, when you're in a car accident or something like that? She came in with a collar on up here, and both of her legs are bandaged up with ace bandages or something like that, and she was walking like this like that when she came in and doctors had told her she had blood clots or something like that on her legs and so they were going to have to amputate her legs and she brother Porter had not called out a healing or anything like that and he just requested that everybody just go across the ramp to be healed and she went across the ramp and I guess this is what she had told God to heal her. Anyway, God healed her. And she came back to tell us that she had both of her legs. And that thing just amazed me because we were so young. And you know how you just don't expect God to do this for you? You know you're seeking God for yourself. But you don't know that God is going to do things for other people with you, you know, using you as a vessel. And I can remember the amazement of God using us as vessels. And we were all happy just to be on the front porch, just to seek God, just to do what God wanted us to do, but not to go out and tell anybody, and certainly not anybody to be healed in the services. Yes, yeah, sure if he's going to do it, but it was never in the back of our minds, God is going to heal somebody in this meeting. Souls will be saved in this meeting. That's not what we were about. We were only about witnessing, telling others about the joy we had, telling others, and, and about praying ourselves. And God did it, and that thing just blew my mind. He gave his life on Calvary. He paid the price that, that I, may, I may be saved. I may be saved. He carried all. He carried all my griefs and sorrows. He filled my soul with the Holy, with the Holy Ghost. He filled my my love is growing.
come from. This, the title of the song is Our Gratitude, but I think of my own gratitude from the beginning of my salvation. Because you know what would happen with me after I had gotten saved? In order for me to catch a ride to prayer, I had to always ride in a car with, you know, about 10 other people. And you know, cars only built the whole seven. But I wanted to go so much, and then uh, Carolyn and Madeline and Cynthia Riley and those were trying to get us to prayer that we should be taught. I remember so many times when uh, my mother would say, well, you cannot go. Well, I understood then that she didn't understand what was going on. But as I kept living for the Lord, as the Lord had changed my life, and she saw that I wasn't doing the things that I used to do, then she started telling people the kind of ministry we have. You know, they, they do healings and singing and things like that, she would say. But all before, I had to learn what my salvation was about. Because I remember so many of the times when we sat there to go to pray through, when, when Brother Porter would tell us, tap us on the shoulders and say, you're not praying. And as I was sharing with you earlier, I was telling you what he wanted of us and what he would often tell us is that I want you to be able to reach heaven for yourself. If you're on an island by yourself or if nobody else is around, you can't call anybody on the phone or wherever you are. And if you are alone and you don't have anybody else to join in with you, you should be able to call on God yourself and get an answer. Well, then I understood at those times because I would find everything to pray about as he'd come by and he was encouraging us, yield up everything to the Lord because this is not something we had known before. We had known how to yield to the Lord. We had just come out of the world. Our lives had been changed, and those are the ways we knew. But the Lord was bleaching them all out as we sit on our knees. And it was no problem of your knees getting tired because I wanted to reach whatever he was telling us to reach because he kept doing this time and time again. And you know what it would do too? It would break the bondage in some of the hearts because every time we'd invite friends in, we may have talked to them, but sometimes we couldn't talk out what they needed deliverance from. But after we'd gather together in prayer and we'd stay there until we reached heaven, they would be completely delivered and they'd have a testimony just as we would after we were finished. Because I will tell my friends. Now, aren't you glad that God did that? And that you can feel things? Well, see, God is the same one who thought about salvation. And he didn't have to think about salvation either. But he thought about all these things because he knew those were the best things for us to make us get along. So then I think about how Jesus gave his life on Calvary. Took all my sins, bore all my griefs, all my sorrows, all my sicknesses. He took them to Calvary. For by his stripes I'm healed. But, but then after doing all that, he did something he never had to do. He filled my soul. Uh. He filled my soul with the Holy Ghost. With the Holy Ghost. He filled my soul. With the Holy Ghost. Are you glad? Are you glad? Did he fill you with the Holy Ghost? He filled my soul. He filled my soul. 